this is Shayna and Chris. We are Bad Queers. If you came out of the closet and got put in a box of stereotypes you don't belong to, then welcome to the Bad Queers Club. All right. This week in Queer Urban Dictionary, I have Touch Me Not, which came up from last week's episode. Touch Me Not, mm. or TMN. I'm making acronyms today. Yeah. I didn't actually know about the TMN. I didn't, acronym, either. I didn't but, even know that they actually know. like acronymed it. I know it makes it makes total sense, though. But um, who would have thought of that? Right. Uh, It's defined as typically a lesbian or queer person who pleasures her partner sexually, but prefers not to allow sexual touches to her own vagina or breasts, probably other places as well. Um, My sentence is touch me not touch me not lesbians prefer to please their partner. Simple. Shana, what do we have? I mean, it's simple for the person who's like, but why can I touch you? And it's a yeah, whole, no, the only thing the simple there thing. is the sentence. I mean, basically, yeah. yes. Uh, my uh, Queer Urban Dictionary Word of the Week to continue under our multiple loving umbrella uh, is pansexual. Pansexual means you are not limited in sexual choice with regard to biological sex, gender, or gender identity. Pansexual people may refer to themselves as gender blind, which if you remember that when we did the omnisexual definition that people are not gender blind, um, so pansexual people assert that gender and sex are not determining factors in their romantic or sexual attraction to others. Now, this sentence came from one of my friends who identifies as pansexual, and I cackled when I heard it, and I hope you find it the same. It says, I can literally put my hands down someone's pants and be happy with whatever I find. I love being pansexual. Hmm. Such That's a, a good way to look at it. Such a welcoming, but also, yeah. you're just like, just think of somebody like came out to their family like that. We're just like, ma, I could just put my pants down somebody's pants and be happy with whatever. I just love you know, the person. It would answer you all the proud? sexual questions. Shouldn't you be proud? <laughs> I just love the person for who they are. Yeah. I dare yeah. somebody to go and do that, their family, and then come back and tell I, us about it. I don't it. know if that happened to you, but my mom definitely had, had some very specific sexual questions when I came out. So, And like I, I feel like that may be the case with a lot of people. I mean, there's an example. She had to ask. She, she was like, what do you like? What do you like? Boobs? You like? And I was like, well, yeah, but not like that's not like the main thing. That wasn't like the main conversation at that time. It was like, well, yeah, but also, you know, other things. But no, it comes up. I know that happened with my cousin. A lot of people. Yeah. The sex question comes up immediately. It's, so maybe you should just very start there. interesting how there's no filter between like you come out to somebody and people automatically just like ask you about your sex life when it's like, I know that you're Go straight, right but I'm not sex. asking you about like where you're shoving your dick. Like, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like, how are you having intercourse if you're straight? Can it's you the, imagine asking? I'm going to. You're just you're like, what are you doing? Like specifically? You're like how? But, yeah, that, but then how are you? How do you know you're doing it right? It sounds like guys yeah. come first before. So why aren't you when doing did anything you know back? you're straight? I, yeah. yeah. We're going to have a whole series of reverse questions mm-hmm. to people. Mm-hmm. This is going to be great. Are you straight? Are you sure this isn't a phase? This breeder thing you're doing? Just want to know. Right. The doors I are always know? open. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it's time doors to hear about the stories we don't get to hear. It's queer news time. Um, before we get started into our news, I actually got a wonderful update from one of our new listeners who came over and listened to us from the Gayish podcast, and we want to shout them out. So thank you for sending us this update about our previous story last week about the banning of pride flags on military bases. Um, so these are direct statements from them, and I appreciate that. So first, the LGBTQ plus flag isn't specifically prohibited 
policy states which flags and flag types are allowed and anything outside of that list isn't allowed. It's like that behavior thing where you're like, here's what I want you to do. Do anything right. outside of that is not allowed and I don't have to specify what that is. So like they said another example, sports flags are common to hang in public places. Those aren't allowed anymore. Mm. So there's that. Also, they said that this policy applies to public spaces. So office building, offices, common areas. For those military members who have their personal rooms, they can still hang whatever they want whenever they want. So there's that. Um, they said the policy isn't super clear on this, but it looks like it applies to actual flags and maybe stickers too. The policy says flags and depictions of flags. So it's like, let me just print off a picture of a pride flag and hang it up. (laughs) (laughs) Let me do it. And, uh, last, this is direct quote from this wonderful person that this isn't surprising at all. This is how the military responds to many things. So glad to know that military is going strong on their, uh, communication. Thanks for clearing that up. Yes. I was like, as always, you know. We mentioned that we're bad queers. We're going to fuck up every once in a while. We're going to miss oh, part absolutely. of the story. And we love it when y'all hold us accountable. So I'm literally learning to read live. So I love corrections and, you know, as we do updates. So send yes. them in. Right. Well, my first official story. All right. Suppose creator Stephen Canals. I think oh God, it's like things I should know how to pronounce, but don't know, uh, is developing a new show about LGBTQ plus rights pioneers. Barbara Giddings and Frank Kemeny. Again, more names that I'm not 100% sure if I'm pronouncing it correctly. These two fought to declassify homosexuality as a mental disorder. So if you didn't know, until 1974, the American Psychiatric Association's Diagnostic and Statistical Manual of Mental Disorders. You know, I got got that, friend. Uh, Thank you. Listed same-sex desires as a mental disorder, leading to psychiatrists and medical professions professionals across the U.S. to treat these as feelings as akin to a disease, you bitches. So the episode is titled 81 Words. The show's title refers to the 81-word length of the original APA definition of homosexuality, which was clearly obviously incorrect. And here we are. Um, And to learn more about them, just to give you a little history about this wonderful pair, uh, they made history as the first activists to march in favor of LGBTQ plus equality on April 17, 1965, during a picket in front of the White House. While there are no actors or release date officially yet, and no idea if COVID-19 is going to delay the recording, we'll be sure to keep you up to date, but I am so excited that Steven is creating another series, even if it is just a limited series, I will take what I can get. Um, but I am hella excited about this and hearing more stories of LGBTQ plus pioneers that we like have never been able to hear about before like this is the first time i'm hearing these names me too yeah and you know there's going to be more stories that come out but like i'm excited to hear all of our history like it's really fun history is really fun huh history is great great. some of it um i have two positive stories this week yeah up on, on the up and up um no shitty news no shitty news uh, so my first story, it was a good one to see develop, but Barbados invites same-sex couples to live on the island for a year as it begins unpicking colonial era, unpicking, excuse me, unpicking colonial era homophobia. So uh, a couple weeks back, Barbados announced its welcome stamp visa that would allow foreigners to live and work remotely for 12 months as they try to kickstart their tourism economy amid COVID. Uh, so the initial announcement announcement on Twitter uh, was obviously highly attractive to African-Americans and other Americans looking to become aspiring uh, expats or just expats. Um, For Black and queer (laughs) folks, 
this was met with obvious skepticism as there are not a lot of places in the world uh, that we can go without uh, it being an issue, especially in the Caribbean islands or um, almost every, most countries ran by people of color. Um, so there was, uh, when it was initially announced, it was a really funny uh, black queer Twitter thread about you know what, just acting straight in Barbados, because comparably to America, <laughs> it was just like, you know, we might have to do something, we might have to do something. Um, one of the funnier gifts that I saw was uh, a gif of Blanca when she had that, it was like early Blanca when she first came to the ballroom and was like just optimistic mm -hmm. and in her dress and just so fresh and oh, new. Yeah. And they were like, and like the bob. Yeah, cut and exactly. And it was yes. like me and Barbados acting straight. And I was like, that's totally me. <laughs> that is me. <laughs> just like, hi friends. Like, I don't, I don't even know what you do. <laughs> just introducing that I'm straight to everybody in Barbados for no reason. Um, anyways, but luckily Barbados has an amazing prime minister, Mia Motley, uh, who was elected in, helped elected in uh, 2018 by Rihanna herself, uh, caught wind of the skepticism and addressed it directly, stating that Barbados welcomes all, everyone, and alluding to the island's anti-LGBT plus laws. Uh, Motley stated, this country that has been forged regrettably in the bowels of discrimination cannot want to discriminate against anybody for any reason. All must breathe in this country. Ooh, Ooh girl. Ooh. That is a word. All must breathe in this country. I'm going to roll mm. it back again. I don't think anybody has said anything that specific where it's just like that just hits it right there on the head. So although she's saying this, it comes at a time that still uh, there are um, some laws against uh, LGBT uh, folks in Barbados. Um, Right now, same-sex relations are punishable up to 16 years in prison in Barbados, a law stretching back to its colonial occupation. And there is currently no legal recognition of trans people. So Motley confirmed that a bill is to be debated imminently uh, to outlaw discrimination based on age, race, color, gender, and sexual orientation. And, um, you know, they have a long way to go, but it was very refreshing and exciting to see a Black world leader come out and acknowledge the anti-LGBT plus legacy and attitudes in their country and culture and pledge to fight discrimination of any kind. Um, I hope it starts a, twin, a trend <laughs> with other countries of color. Um, because yeah, that's, that's a, that's a whole thing even for us. Like it's one thing to be mm -hmm. queer in America, but I know that's, you know, even though it doesn't feel like it, it is still the best place, safest place, um, to be queer in, in some place, black and queer. Um, so yeah, it was good to see Barbados just step out and, and say, no, 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 everybody, everybody's good. Um, <laughs> you know, Mia Motley is really progressive and uh, Barbados first female prime minister. So just give all the black, black women jobs. Honestly, <laughs> they just like, that honestly. is, that is it. That's how Doing you right. write, you know, just, just very concisely about just like, we're not discriminating. Like we, we did this in the past. We're not doing this anymore. Almost breathe in this country is amazing. So shout out to yeah. Barbados and I've got my eye on you. I know it's like next time we'd be recording, we'd be like live, right? From Barbados. <laughs> Sorry about the waves. Yeah, it's just yeah, the whole thing. It's like you know, you might be hearing some uh, tropical wonder behind yeah. me, but uh, yeah, I'd be like, here we be are. Like this off my yeah. Can you put that down? Can you just put the drink down? 
Put the drink down. You're right yeah, there. Put the drink down. Excuse me. The cocktail. <laughs> yeah. Thank. Yeah. Just right there. Next to just, the mic. Right there. Yeah. yeah. Um. Here we go. So I have I have a couple other stories that I you know I don't personally have an attachment to, <laughs> but I feel obligated to tell you these news stories like a news person would. You know, like they may not, but it pertains to the community, and I feel like you all should know about it. So. I'm going to give you brief synopsises and uh, synopsis. Right. I was like, synopsi? Synopsis. Synopsis. About this and uh, and let you go and do your own research after. So you're welcome for your search later. So first of all, y'all know I don't watch RuPaul's Drag Race. I don't watch the All-Stars. I don't watch any part of whatever extended amount that RuPaul has. But uh, I do follow Shea Kule. And she's appeared on my timeline all weekend. And I feel like it is only right uh, to continue to discuss Black royalty, mm -hmm. which is what she is. So congrats to Shea Coulee for winning All-Star Season 5 of RuPaul's Drag Race. And all of her standings and things have been just full 100% supporting Black women, supporting Black Lives Matter. Everything that she's going to be doing with the money that she receives for winning and all of that is all going to go to great causes. So, you know... Shout out to everybody black, but especially Shea Coulee. Uh, and next, apparently, uh, Taylor Swift. T-Swizzle. Tried to pull a Beyonce, um, but didn't do it as well as the Queen would, as she wouldn't have. But uh, apparently, she kind of surprised released her album. Who Ish, like running? she announced it that day to say that it was going out at midnight, you know? Beyonce I was like, who is running to listen to a Taylor Swift album? Oh my God. A if lot of you people. See, a lot of people. I'm in the minority in that, but I was like, so many I just people. can't imagine. And I was just like, wait, running. she's doing what? I was like, okay. Yeah. I guess, I mean, I guess it's because, like, no, nah, well, I'll just, I'll just eat that. That's fine. I need yeah, you I'll just eat it. I need you to say it. I need you to say it. Like, what bop are you? Oh, God, I cannot <laughs> wait to listen to this Taylor Swift. Like, yeah, sorry. It's not, she doesn't, like, it's not for me. It. Right. Exactly. That's what I mean. Where it's just like, you know, Beyonce is going to give you something up tempo. You're probably going to get a me, myself, and I. That's why when she released that surprise album, it was just like, what journey are we going on? Where it's like, hmm. Taylor Swift took more of the same? Maybe not the same journey. Maybe, maybe not the same journey, but not for us. Nah, it's sure. not. So, for me. um, apparently the album's called Folklore. Mm. I hope you guys love it. Mm -hmm. That's all I got. Chris, what's next? <laughs> <laughs> that was a beautiful segment of just like not caring about the stories, but just doing it for the culture. So I, I appreciate you. Know, you. It's like I'm here yeah. for a bad quiz club and the people who do. Yeah. Like this stuff. Yeah. But I'm just like. I, I cannot. I mean, that it's could be added on to my bad queer it's opinion queer <laughs> of like Taylor Swift is not a queer icon and I just don't understand it. But She's here not. we are. After you. She's not. After you. She's not. Um, <laughs> All of the people who just came over from gayish are like, we are yeah, out. that's it. No grand opening, grand closing right here this episode. <laughs> so, all right. Uh, my second story is Mexico City bans conversion therapy and groundbreaking vote. So uh, in a virtual session this past Friday, members of the Mexican capital's regional Congress voted to criminalize efforts to change an individual's sexual orientation or gender identity, uh, although final vote totals are unknown at the time of the publication. But conversion therapy, uh, again, uh, refers to a loosely defined, and when I say loosely, they are making this up. It's, it's all made all up. Made up. <laughs> Defined set of practices ranging from shock therapy and water torture uh, 
to less extreme measures like talk therapy and praying the gay away. Um, by the way, praying the gay away, I can't imagine how annoyed God is that he gets like a, you know, some notification. And it's just I like, feel like it's like if you're doing what if you think of like Bruce Almighty when he was checking emails for prayers. <laughs> yeah. And that just those type of prayers just it's go to spam. Right to spam. Right to spam. That's it. Like doesn't even look at them. He doesn't even God know that like, they're like, happening. I know I unsubscribed right hundreds of times from these thousands at this point. But here you guys are still wasting his time in your prayers. Uh to pray the gay away. But uh <laughs> Friday's vote makes the sprawling city of eight point eight million people. Uh, which has allowed same-sex couples to marry since 2009 uh, to be the first municipality in Mexico to restrict conversion therapy attempts. Um, the United Nations has also called for a global ban on the practice in June. So we are making our way. There's little little bright spots, guys. We're still we're still we're moving forward. So that's that's awesome to hear. Hopefully, more. Um, uh, areas in Mexico adopts it or just Mexico adopts it all the way. I mean, we haven't all the way. I think we're only at 21 states. So, you know, let's keep this rolling with banning conversion therapy. Yeah, they can only give us the discrimination thing. The Supreme Court couldn't do both in one, yeah. one go. They're like, it's okay next year. Next yeah. Pride, maybe. Yeah. Think about it. Yeah. So go Mexico City. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. All right. Well, let's step into our advice segment ranging on all topics of the LGBTQ plus experience. Um, am I a bad queer? Send your questions to badqueers at gmail.com to be featured or continue to DM us on Instagram. Y'all have been awesome about that. So thank you. Continue to DM us on Instagram with your questions or comments, you know, or follow ups. Um, so the first one comes from Allie. And Allie asks, am I a bad queer? I identify as a queer cis woman who is romantically attracted to all genders, but sexually tend to only be attracted to female bodied people. I've heard that having body preferences is transphobic. I am willing to date anyone regardless of gender. However, I know I feel less comfortable being in sexual relationships with someone who has a penis regardless of gender. And no, it will take more time and communication to be in a sexual relationship with someone who is male-bodied. Am I a bad queer for having a body preference, Allie? I think this is going to come up more and more. And Allie, it's a good, it's a good question, a good shout out. You're not a bad queer. Uh, I think that preferences are fine as long as it's, uh, and we, we had this conversation about just interracial couples uh, episodes back, but I think preference is okay with any attraction as long as you're not, it's not at the expense of anybody else or any other attribute or anything like that. Like there's a lot more learning you would have to do um, maybe to feel comfortable and you don't have that experience. So, you know, it could be, this could be a preference thing, but this could also, you may not be attracted because you, you know, yeah, you don't have that experience. Um, but I don't think that you're a bad queer for, um, wanting to date someone who, or being attracted to someone who's female bodied, um, that could change. Allie, that could change in a year. You, you know, that could always change. That doesn't mean it's, you know, it's not all set in place, but I think preferences are okay. And I, and maybe I'm not the person to answer this because I, I don't know if that would feel transphobic to our trans fam, but I would say that preferences, uh, with attraction are okay. As long as it's Again, not demeaning another attribute, attribute another person, another 
just anything. Um, again, you can like what you like without having to shout that from the mountaintops. Um, and as long as you're not contributing to uh, um, any, you know, hate speech, hate language or ideas or spreading hate ideas in that in that way. Um, it's OK to have your preferences. You're not a bad queer on this. But uh, yeah, maybe I'm not the person to to answer this. What are you thinking, Shana? Yeah, it could be potentially one of my thoughts is because if you're discussing this with other people, maybe changing the phrasing around saying female, female bodied or male bodied and rather saying like person with a vagina or person with a penis. Um, so you can understand that it's like. I'm attracted to romantically attracted to all. Maybe I'm not comfortable with someone who does not. A person uh, who has a penis over a person with a vagina type thing. Um, and maybe it's a lot of it can just be in your phrasing um, of how that works. And, you know, like Chris said, we've mentioned this before where it's a preference is a preference as long as you're not being a dick about mm -hmm. it. Um, and if it's not because of something like maybe it could be a fear. It could be something that you're just not comfortable with and maybe have no understanding like you could potentially be really open to it but you just don't know what that experience is like and things like that and i think that's kind of what sets people apart in certain areas where uh it crosses over to being transphobic is the fear is the way that they speak in terms of fear or misunderstanding and so i would take some time to you know watch some more there's plenty of youtube videos around couples who you know, are going and exploring this area and getting to understand each other's bodies and how to love each other and what makes them feel pleasure and things like that. And maybe if you go and kind of research around that and see if some of the things that those couples are saying click um, work for you or not. But, you know, if that's, again, if that is your attraction, you're just like, man, I just love vaginas. I love vaginas. And, um, things like that because then you also like the next step would also be being aware of say if you were dating um someone who hadn't transitioned or anything like that and you're focusing in on the fact that you're like yes this is a person who has a vagina but for that person that is a cause of you know as a part of their journey or anything like that like they're not comfortable with it so then it's also educating yourself on how to engage in that area so basically i'm saying just educate yourself i mean yeah probably chris and i maybe not the best person mm -hmm. maybe we should bring somebody in in the future to discuss these things um and wanting to be sure that you know you're not just honing in on that like it sounds like you're a person that is saying like hey i am open to these things and if you're going to be in a romantic relationship with someone, then take that time to communicate your wants and needs. So then if you need to move past the discomfort of what's happening underneath their pants or skirt or whatever they're wearing, um, that would be the thing that I would just you work on doing that. Because it's amazing. Like, I love the people who are just like, I'm romantically attracted to all genders. Um, and I know that I tend to be attracted to X more than this. And that's how I feel. People are going to have attraction um stick on that attraction point because then you know if you go for like my preference is this and da -da 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 -da, then that can just open up a whole wormhole so educate yourself stick to your attraction ask questions to your partners and get to know 
what they're enjoying. I think that's the best thing that I can say about yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, yeah. I don't want to um, answer this question in, you know, from a place of, of just being, yeah, cisgendered and not uh, speaking for the trans community. But again, as long as you're, yeah, not being a dickhead about it, like then, you know, your preference is your We're basic, preference. That's our basic. Yeah mantra like love who you want just don't be a dick yeah about it. yeah and communication for most things like just communication and just not being a dick is uh kind of our <laughs> look our, our answers to most of these things so no you're not a bad <laughs> queer for that though yeah i could understand no but and maybe some people are kind of pushing though. that because I, I think the key point in that too and i've seen those conversations where it's just been interesting to just uh just kind of view and see but uh with having body preferences uh being transphobic with some folks saying that it is and some folks saying that it's not um i don't know i think that's one we're going to continue to kind of flesh out as a community but i would want to hear from uh our trans community with that i don't think that's in my place to kind of answer that but definitely don't don't demean anybody don't put anybody down with your preferences but i think everybody is definitely allowed to their own their preferences nothing wrong with that be aware of your language, mm-hmm. how you approach it when you're asking these questions. Like, yeah, even just the simple thing of being like a person with this mm-hmm. and all of that kind of move from there and then maybe see. But YouTube is a great thing. Mm-hmm. There's plenty of couples on there that go through this and um, there's lots of forums about it and stuff, too. So I would say continue to research and do all that. Running an alley. Um, our next Am I a Bad Queer is from Anonymous. So I'm going to call Anonymous Terry. I feel like that's a good name. There's a good name. Uh, thank you. So, am I a bad queer if I start up a little casual thing with my ex who is not a good match for me in most ways? Mm, Jesus. <laughs> I didn't read this one before God. I did this series. I actually love this. Lord. Okay, continue. <laughs> that first uh, sentence. <laughs> like, she's selfish in the bedroom. Quote, define pillow princess for the people. Oh, okay, yeah. I mean. We should. If you're a pillow princess, that's what you're doing. I will next, next week, week got you. Super uh, trailer. And it was one of my biggest problems with her, but she definitely knows that she, what she's doing when she does it. I mean, yeah, it's pillow princess. They know. Uh, trust. I get mine first now. You've learned. Anyway, I'm pretty much over the relationship, but this isolation is a bitch. Also, she has a new girlfriend. Somebody she started posting a month after we stopped seeing each other when she never posted me. And we've kind of already went there once a week ago. Okay, bye. Thanks for the podcast. <laughs> Terry. <laughs> Terry. That's hilarious. Ending. Okay, bye. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> like that is running. like literally how I imagine yeah. like as Terry's saying it. It's like, also, yeah, she has a new girlfriend, but we kind of went there about a week ago. Yeah. Okay, bye, bye. Bye. Just dropping that off. <laughs> See what you did wow. there, Terry. Ooh. Well, All Terry. right, Terry. Got a little I, spice at the end. A little, I little mean, flavor pocket at the end of that. My goodness. Whew. Terry, you know the answer. <laughs> okay. I just, Oof. you know the answer. You didn't even have to write into us to know the answer. You know, you're a hella bad queer. Mm-hmm. Whole mm-hmm. level. Especially when you start off with my ex, who is not a good match for me in most ways. We have literally Oof. discussed the fact that you should not be talking to your exes during this court. Don't be weak, Terry. Don't talk to your ex. (laughs) And I'm like, you already went there once. What do you mean you went there once? Right. Like, did you physically go there? Did you texting go there? Like, I need to 
I need to know, especially because you know that she has a new girlfriend that she posted about when she never posted about you. So you clearly your ex is trash. So why would you go back to trash? Trash doesn't smell any better when you've left it out for a bit. Mm. Talk about it. You know, talk about it. It it doesn't smell any better. It doesn't feel any better. It's not something that you're going to bring back into your house because you already threw that shit out. <laughs> Leave it outside where it belongs and have somebody else pick it up, which it sounds like she already did and she already prioritized her over it. So what you doing, Terry? Mm. Why are you doing this? My goodness. <sighs> Plus you said trust I get mine first now. So it was like, when was the last time y'all hooked up when she clearly had a girlfriend like a month after this? So I'm feeling like they did hook up. Listen. Does that sound accurate? Listen. <laughs> listen. Terry. <laughs> Your face. Because I'm like, Terry. <laughs> Don't write us about this relationship. You're still in. Y'all are still going right. together and just trying to <laughs> make each like other you're mad. You're in an open relationship that you yeah, didn't realize was like, open. <laughs> listen, there's, there seems to be a lot of cons, but you seem to be very okay with them <laughs> still. You know, moving, <laughs> moving to still a physical place with your ex. Uh, your ex posting someone a month after y'all stop seeing each other. Y'all are still dealing with each other. Can y'all leave people alone? She never can posted about you in the right, first place. Can y'all actually just leave people alone? She probably did that out of spite too. If she didn't post her in the first place and now she's posting somebody new like a month after they started stopped seeing each other, which they don't seem to have really stopped seeing each other. So I don't understand that there, Terry. Mm -hmm. uh, leave whoever that new person is, leave that person alone. Tell your, tell your ex to leave that person alone because you two still have something clearly y'all need to either work out or talk through. Don't rope anybody else into this. This is a mess. This is this is a mess. This is, this is a mess. This is, a, this is mess. a mess. And it's funny because it's like a mess during COVID, you know? And it's like, wow, you're doing this. Like, I understand isolation being a bitch, but it, you know, you got problems with her. You just started getting yours first. <laughs> um, like just started. Just started. We kind of already went there once and a week then, ago. Yeah, like, like y'all are get still mom first messing now. Like, with okay. each other. Like, what are you, what's the point? Like, you're you're being a bad queer because you're not being honest with yourself. And y'all are also just bringing this third person into this messiness. You think that person deserves this in, in co you know, COVID and isolation to find out that y'all are still dealing with each other? Y'all have to figure that out. And y'all have to actually really mm -hmm. end it because it doesn't seem like you really actually ended it. I don't even know. She's not even an ex. You're in a situationship right now. Um, Solid it's situation. Not oh, we have to find that too. It's not Done. an entanglement. It's not an entanglement. It's a situationship. Yep. You know, because there's still like there's I mean, obviously, you're still watching her socials and everything like y'all have detached in no ways <laughs> like at all. Not for real. Uh, so, yeah, nope. you're a bad queer for that. Yeah, you are. Um, yeah, you're back where <laughs> look Fucking the answer wrote into is here thinking like we were going to say anything else. Yes, that is the answer there. Absolutely. Yeah. You are the prime definition. Yeah. Of yeah, that's, that's hey, fucked up. And, and again, it's, it's more so the other person. Like I really actually, you know, and I love y'all, but I don't really care about y'all in this. It's that third person <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's going to be dragged into this mess because that's how, she, you know, it just keeps going. It's a cycle of mess. Like, Leave that you know, third person she's over out. Here being posted on somebody's Instagram, thinking that she's being love and affected for, yeah. and like all of these things. And here y'all are yeah. 
on the side literally doing things to like spite each other like y'all are doing this for each other right now y'all are y'all are in a it's almost like y'all are returning to each other out of yeah. hate to continue to <laughs> hate with each other because you can't give up hating yeah. each other I mean, the sex must be amazing because, my God, like, uh, I mean, was it though? because she said pillow princess and was like, oh, trust I get mine now. Because it's like then it's like if you do get a pillow princess to come up from the pillow mm-hmm. and actually do anything, it's going to be fast and then going back. So I'm like, I mean, she's Terry says that she definitely knows what she's doing when she does it. Um, well, yeah, yeah, that's what a pillow princess does. I know, well, no, not all pillow princesses are good. I wouldn't say that. Uh, I mean, no, I'm not saying that they're good. I'm saying that they know what they're doing in terms of pillow princessing. Oh, is she saying that? Or I took that as like sexually she knew she knows what she's doing. Like, I mean, she would oh, be good. Know, yeah. I don't know. Rereading yeah. it. Like she's selfish in the bedroom, but she definitely knows what she's doing. Ah, you're yeah. right. When she does like it. when she does it, she's bomb. But of course, she could pick and choose and all that she wants to. Listen, this is a mess, Terry. You're back just... here. <laughs> You're back where for this. Like, get out. Get out. You're back where. Y'all figure that out. You figure that out with your situationship there because that is not over. We have told y'all, don't mess with the ex. Don't mess with the ex. Or don't don't introduce... I mean, your ex is going to do what she's going to do, but as a lesson, just don't bring anybody else into it. Just mess that y'all haven't Mm -hmm. figured out. That third person doesn't even know that they're a third person. They don't even know. I'm so upset for them. I know. I hope this third person is listening to this and could just... I hope they write it. Yeah. I don't know how they could decipher this, but maybe... I would think so. Maybe they can. Somehow. Somehow. Terry, look. So many people are sitting and thinking like, oh shit, am I the... Right. Exactly. And since it was anonymous, we can't say, you know, we're not going to know. Mm. But yeah, no, Terry, you're a bad queer. Yeah. Bad queer. Bad queer. (laughs) Bad queer. Um, <laughs> our last question is from Kima. Uh, Kima asks, "Am I a bad queer for not fully unlearning my past thinking on gay bi men?" Oh dear. Uh, I'm a cis lesbian of color, and I was raised believing that a cis man is either gay or straight, claiming their bi is only to deflect or because they don't want to come out as fully gay. I've come a long way, but I still feel like there may be more of a preference for one thing over the other. Help. Kima. Uh, Kima, you're a bad queer. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Kima, you are a bad queer because this is none. Two times Monday. is none of your business. (laughs) Kima, you goddamn goddamn business. business. (laughs) Kima, this is none of your business. First off, Okay, I'm not going to act like we like I don't come from a place of not knowing where Kima is coming from. I am going to assume, <laughs> really assume here that Kima may be a person. Well, no, they are a person of color, a cis lesbian color. Okay, so that has everything for me here. There is a belief in, in the queer community, black queer community, uh, that, yeah, that there um, or there was a belief that a gay cis man or a cis man can't be gay or straight, which sounds foolish at this time. Like, but people would just really rationalize it. Like essentially, like if you've done anything with penis, then you are gay. Like that is like kind of what I grew up under. A lot of other people did. Kima certainly did. Um, And we were bad queers for thinking that Kima. We were bad. (laughs) Like there are bisexual people. There are people who are just, they, love uh well if they're bi plus they you know love more than uh the two genders but let people do what they do let them 
identify as how they want to identify. Kima, you're a lesbian. This doesn't even, I don't even know what this has to do with you with a cis man being either gay or straight, but you should know as a queer person that bi people exist. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't understand that. Like, I, I, I understand the place you came, you're coming from with this. I was there, but in this day and age, and I know you say you're unlearning, but it's not really so much to unlearn. Like, I don't, what do you mean there may be more of a preference for one thing over the other? That's really weird. I mean, someone could totally do that to you as a lesbian and be like, but there has to, I mean, you got to like dick a little bit, right? Like, you know, so I, I wouldn't even get, I don't even know why we thought that. Like, I don't know why we thought that, but I know that that was a, so many that was a thing. That's still a thing probably in the black queer breeder, you queer <laughs> in the black breeder world. That's a thing. It's still definitely a thing in even the black queer world. But yeah, you got to unlearn that all the way, like hard stop. Like, that's just kind of weird to even just think that at this point. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't know how old you are, Kima. Maybe this is an old school thing, but. Whoa. You know what I want to know? I want to know where they, they said that uh, I've come a long way. I know, but people do that. Where did you, <laughs> where did you, where come, did you from? come a long way from? Right. Like, where did you come from? If this was a long just, way, then. I. I'm very concerned about that because it also sounds like you think that bisexual people are just 50-50 with who they like, which is not the case. It's like bisexual people yeah, are attracted to two or more genders and that shit fluctuates between who they like and want and all of those things. And it's not 80-20, 60-40, all of that. Like, it's not any of those things. And so what? I'm just so upset for this. <laughs> Especially to say, Rational like, but like, I feel like there, they may be more, there may be more of a preference for one thing over the other. Like, why do you feel that way? Like, what do you mean? Like, do you have a preference for one thing over the other? Are you deflecting? Yeah. Right now? Yeah. Are you we deflecting? We just came into a whole ass Yeah, we were like, session. wait, are you deflecting? <laughs> just stop and let me throw out, let me throw out some terms and be like, excuse me, are you deflecting? Are you deflecting? Even though they're like claiming their bi is only to deflect, which means are you claiming that you're a lesbian, but you're only deflecting that you're actually bi? Yeah. Yeah. Ugh, that's, that's yeah. That's my mic drop for the yeah, moment. That's it. I'm yeah. done. I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> and then also just again, <laughs> you asking like uh where was the long way you came from? I don't <laughs> I know. I need where to is know. That? Now look. Yeah. Where is that? I hope that to say something that is maybe slightly helpful for you. I hope that, you know. No, actually, nope. I I I have nothing. I thought that like they had gotten these messages from others. Mm-hmm thinking that and so i hope that you have moved past the others that you've been hanging out with that may have spread that's this true message to you, or but it sounds like still you know, hold on to that straight up yeah your past thinking and i want you to understand uh what fluidity is as mm -hmm. well mm -hmm. that anybody who says that they are what they are is what they are yeah and it's none of your goddamn business that's it that's it, that's it. That's it's it. none of your business it's like it's like the people who sit and are like i'm just trying to understand why this mother does this way and like me self, mother, me self, me self. myself no, as a mother me self. is looking at this and it's just like, yeah, it's me, me self, me self is looking at this and I'm just like, I don't, it's not even right. And the cis man can be gay, they can be My straight, gosh. they can be bi if they want to. I remember okay. that thinking, that thinking is still very prevalent in, in our community, more probably on the breeder's side, but I know we're I still mean. unlearning stuff. So. Yeah, Kima, fluidity. Just 
fluidity, fam. Yes. And yes, learn it. Cis men come a come a longer gay. way, or by or straight. They can be <laughs> they can pansexual. Be. They can be so many yeah. things. Just look at them. Hey, Kima, what I do is just look at folks as humans. You know, that's it. <laughs> and it honestly it clears excuse me, up. Excuse me, ma'am. So many things, ma'am. <laughs> so I need you. <laughs> To just look at people. Yeah, just as humans. Like, yeah, just humans. And let them love who they want to love when they want to right. love them. Okay, cool. Um, Doors that way. That's it. Have a great day. Y'all really came for us today mm-hmm. with these Am I a mm-hmm. Bad Queer things. Amazing. Keep keep yeah. writing in. Yeah. It's entertaining as fuck for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is. <laughs> whew, I'll tell you what. All right. Well, that concludes our advice section segment. Uh, Am I a Bad Queer? Send your questions to uh, Bad Queer's pod at gmail.com or continue to dm us on ig all right oh man i was like we just like came for people's bad queerness and now it's gonna be what type of backers would we be if we didn't have unpopular queer opinions mm-hmm. oh man um i'll go ahead and mention the fact that uh my girlfriend and i went on a camping trip with a group of people this weekend and you know, we actually did. We actually did great. It was our first camping trip together. <laughs> She's very outdoorsy and things. I, uh, I prefer uh, specific time frames of outdoorsiness. Mm. You know, like I don't, I don't want to be all in it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. for long periods of time. We went on a uh, camping trip for four days. Okay, four days together. Three other couples that went, and um. You know, I did. I did well. I'm just going to preface. I have to give the whole backstory of like, I did well. I packed the things. I packed stuff that even her as an outdoors person didn't pack. And I was ready. I set up and Ooh, put down I was the like, tent. That was a dig. Helped with cooking. Did all the stuff. Yeah, it was absolutely a dig, but I've <laughs> earned my spot and she has admitted it. So, you know, and it's just like you sit and think about it. And I'm just like, man, I always see queer couple, especially like more so lesbian couples mm-hmm. out camping together. Mm-hmm just don't think all of you are liars <laughs> okay i just all of you are liars posting all of your happy-go-lucky photos of you out camping everything's perfect no there are so many opportunities for arguments and anger to happen and you can't escape you can't go anywhere you can't do anything camping is not all of that it's cracked up to be okay when you have to go and like in the middle of the day your food sits out and it's bad and you have to immediately throw up oh that's not okay. cute when other couples are arguing. That first one was very specific. It was, it definitely happened. To me. Minor details. But it was fine. And like, when you go and, you know, you see another couple fighting, it's like you have to tune into each other and be like, are we going to take on their energy? Or are we going to be on the same team, fam? Same team. Have you ever okay? started fart, fight, farting, fighting because another couple was fighting around you? Or do you normally, because for me, it's like if a couple's fighting around me, I'm like, okay, I think we're good. Like it actually is, it has the opposite effect. But I think like, yeah. Have you ever yeah, started it's like Sometimes, sometimes you, I, it's not like I've started the mm-hmm. fight, but sometimes you get that energy mm. <laughs> and then it like, it continues. And then your girlfriend asks you something crazy and then you stop and you're like, do not fucking start. And that's how like, that's I how respond. like if all of a sudden they're off doing that energy and then you come back later and your girlfriend says something and you stop and you're like, no, like we just experienced that energy externally. We don't need to do that mm-hmm. internally. Okay. Okay, keep that outside the office. Keep that in your personal time. Don't bring this here to my home, to my place of whatever. So, yeah, it's just it's just, you know, when you're gross and then you just sleep next to each other all the time and all these things. It's just look, 
all of you camping couples, liars, and it's not all as cracked up to be. And that is my bad queer opinion. Besides the fact that unless I'm going to do it by a body of water, which we did, and it was great there, but the whole process of everything that has to happen, plus bringing a dog, plus all these things, so much. But I'm going to say, once again, camping is not all it's cracked up to be. All of you camping lesbians are liars. All of your happy-go-lucky photos. All of them. You're lying. You're lying and you're not showing what it could actually be. Do one of those. I dare all of you who are listening who are camping lesbians to post that like photo of what Instagram, like what you see on Instagram and then have the shuffle be what really happened. Mm. Okay? That's what I want to see. And then tag us in it. I feel like you've... And that is the proof I need. Okay? come after a very specific lesbian in the last couple of weeks with your bad queer opinions. That's like really? you had softball. <laughs> <laughs> we talked about Subarus. <laughs> like now it's camping. Like we, we are. are just, are you going to come after Nature Valley next week? Just, I hate Maybe. granola bars. I don't like it. I actually don't like Nature Valley. Theirs is dry. Mm. It, it is pretty dry, I huh? Prefer. Yeah. I go for the cliff bars. Yeah, I do. I do love a good cliff bar. That's a poll I'm gonna do. My bad, queer opinion. Or you? You're so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> well, my uh, bad queer opinion. Um, I don't really necessarily think this is bad, but I think that uh, studs MOC folks should have a genderless lingerie available to us. Like, where is the stud lingerie? In my mm. mind, stud lingerie, because I know you were wondering, Shayna. So I'm a paint a picture. I fully was. That was about yeah. to be my follow up question. Yeah. Thank you. So in my mind, stud lingerie would look something like uh, like a skimpy kind of gladiator outfit mm -hmm. uh, harness thing, maybe some kind of shield you know, on the, mm -hmm. the top half. I don't know. I'm not a designer, but I would love to buy some stud lingerie right now. I think our stud lingerie is just boxer briefs, maybe. Um, and yeah, and maybe there's stud lingerie out there, but I think that someone needs to step out for us studs and create some, some lingerie for us. I think we deserve stud lingerie and all that. So, mm -hmm. so Basically, you just literally want a gladiator costume. You know, it doesn't have to be gladiator costume uh, per se. It could also be a, a little bit of a knight in shining armor kind of thing. Um, uh -huh. You know, getting into a little bit of what's that? Uh, what's the um, author? What's the one where the, the, they were trying to pull the, the sword out of the, the stone? Is it the sword in the stone? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Look. I was like the simplest the sword title. Yep. So that kind of, you know, just a medieval look, you know, maybe gladiator. I think that that would be cool. There's a lot of ways. Maybe like not just me. Into, maybe just, you know, that's tapping me. into your kink is what we're doing. Mm, I don't, I don't know. I don't think that's, that's my kink. Is that a thing that you would try? I just would want the outfit. I don't know if it would be too much just of a outfit. kink. What and everything. if, hold on. I just thought of this as a side note. Like what mm -hmm. if, um, cause you know how like for more feminine lingerie mm -hmm. it's like lace everything yeah. what if you did like lace boxer shorts mm. would that do it for you or would that be you weird? know what i think that that would work but the fems would take it just as they take all the oh, things like I, that actually sounds like the shorts. things that i would do <laughs> like yeah they're just gonna take it like i'm not gonna lie i would i would take you know it. how my like chalet literally will take my shirts by just like she'll you know she'll do laundry and then i'll just have articles of clothing disappear and then like maybe two or three weeks later my wife will like casually wear it and i'm like i'm sorry uh is that my v-neck and she's like is it 
And then that's it. It's almost like, what am I, I supposed to... I love that it's like a question right. mark. It, and then it's like, she doesn't explain herself yeah, either, at does all, she? She's at like, all. is it? Like, and then like continues about it. her day. I've lost no less than like 25 pa- articles of clothing off of probably that same interaction where it's like, oh, is it? You know, where it's just like, yep. you know, it's already gone. It's, you know, I lost it to the game. So that's what my girlfriend does every time she leaves in the morning mm-hmm. and she can't find her clothes. Mm-hmm. To or she'll be like, oh yeah, I only packed to come over for this night, so I need something clean to wear. That's gonna be the, the last time drive back to it. my place. And then I'll and and she does it so sneaky because she leaves so early sometimes for mm-hmm. work, and I won't I won't know that she like took that shirt or took those sweats. Mm-hmm. You know what's funny? And then I'll go over to her place and she'll put it on. Oh shit! And I'm like, I put it on. How though. did you? <laughs> how did you get that shirt? When did you get that shirt? How, how you're not allowed to have those sweats yeah. give those back and all of those things yeah that's no uh, fem uh yeah. clothing theft it's a we big thing take in relationships like clothing theft is it because it's not an exchange because there is nothing i take there's, there's no nothing discussion. i take from hers there's yeah. no discussion. well not even the discussion that's, but oh i don't God. take anything of hers like there's i mean there yeah, yeah there's maybe a shirt or two where i'm like oh you can do something with that but like no like it's just like if it's gone and it's gone no even though again i I think that somebody should make lace boxers. That would be great. But um, yeah, they go we'll snatch that up. <laughs> like that's mm-hmm. that is for them. <laughs> it is a, that should be a whole thing where it's like a marketing thing that it's like so good your girlfriend will take yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, that's you when know? you know it's great. And that would and then they sell it at like lower prices, knowing that you're basically buying a gift yeah. for your person that you just know that they're gonna yeah. take. Yeah. Yeah, well, okay, somebody work on that. Maybe there is a, a stud MOC lingerie like, line. We shouted out a whole bunch of like underwear yeah, places. Somebody I do think. It. Look, all of you can jump on this idea mm-hmm. again. Just sign mm-hmm. us on for the stuff. Mm-hmm. We will wear it and post Maybe it. Maybe like a, a like a gladiator squirt to go over like the sh- wow. the harness. Not a squirt over the no. harness. Like you just no. don't even know. Nothing about just... squirts are sexy. <laughs> well, they wore it. What is it, Troy? What is the movie, Troy? Yeah, that. They had that, and also Gladiator. So, you know, have a little squirt there. I, I just actively hate saying squirt. <laughs> they, did they not have squirts on in Gladiator? Stop saying squirt. All right. Well, it was a squirt. So, um, yeah, okay. I'm putting that into the universe because maybe put it to the universe they're... to please create genderless yep, lingerie. Stud lingerie. We need it. Need it. So. It's a brilliant thing. All right. Well, everybody, you know what time it is. We can't leave you without giving a shout out to our faves. Uh, it's very, it's very sports mm-hmm. themed this week. It's sports, sports. We're doing things, but mainly women's sports. We're doing the damn thing. Mm-hmm. And that's what that was. So uh, first of all, shout out to the National Women's Soccer League, aka NWSL, uh, for being the first league to come back, had a whole ass tournament for like a month without any COVID-19 Say cases. Say it again. Without any COVID nineteen, not one, handling shit like the professionals that they are, unlike the NBA, NFL, and MLB. Hello, Miami Marlins, Mm-mm-mm-mm. who cannot do shit because their whole team had an outbreak. Um, and also shout out to the Houston Dash for their first tournament win, as well as like their first time going to making it into the playoffs and things like that. As well as uh, they have some wonderful queers on their team, mm-hmm. so I'm rooting for them because they were kind of like the top people in there but uh yeah people also the nwsl had the time to announce not one but two teams that were going to be added to the franchise during this month of stuff they handled black lives matter throughout in the best way possible allowing people to recognize it and do the things in their own way 
teams and people were recognized in all of that. They handled that shit the whole time. They put their money where their mouth was. And I'm just saying that women's sports are doing it right. Mm. So shout out to the National Women's Soccer League. Shout out to the Houston Dash. And buy all you men's sports. My shout out is to the WNBA for straight up leaving before the anthem. Uh, They started their season. And as the ladies do, they take it up a notch and lead it the way, uh, leading the way as they normally do. Um, Mm -hmm. Maya Moore is sitting out a second season to focus solely on social social justice issues. Um, And shout out to Kyrie Irving for donating $1.5 million to WNBA players who want to sit out this season for any reason. Uh, their salaries are already shitty. Um, so I, you yep. love to see it. Somebody stepping up. Kyrie has more than enough money. Um, but hopefully that, yeah. you know, that sets a trend, you know, with that. Uh, I think that's really awesome for him to step in and, uh, you know, cover some folks salary that are deciding to sit out again for either COVID concerns or, you know, out there doing social justice work. So yep. seeing as the WA, WNBA is not supporting new who you know might have health issues or any of these other things for that mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. you know but i'm just saying yeah how about them just leaving just before saying. the anthem like nah fuck this like <laughs> like that's how you do it like i nah, lived I'm cool. for that moment i'm cool lived it was just like up and out and mm. oh wait everybody forgot something in the right everyone just, oh, oh wait <laughs> oh, oh we're all going <laughs> we have that respect yeah. that we're all heading back they're here. like yeah let me know when it's over like just <laughs> <laughs> let's know you know be like did you hear that nope yeah. the symbols haven't gone yet we don't yeah. have and as an yet. athlete good, that's actually pretty cool to be able to run back into the the you, you know i know they're not going all the way to the locker room but you know if you need a chapstick or if you had some nervous turds you <laughs> can let them out during the anthem uh, before the game. So I think that that actually just buys people some time. I'm honestly, I mean, you know, if I, if the pride flag needs to be remade for racial reasons, obviously the anthem needs to be remade, but honestly, we could come up with some better lyrics. So we should read just I mean, redo everything. I mean, that anthem we, would be, this is fire. the time. Yeah. We still have this some legends a lot. Like, Get Stevie to we write it. Like get where so many amazing people could and write it. And still alive. Get Quincy Jones, Stevie Wonder. Who else? Who else could be on this? Like it could be, we could have a really I'm like cool you could even bring in like Pharrell, Pharrell and Beyonce right. and other Beyonce. Oh my god. Um, oh. Amazing like songwriters. Oh my god, just those four. Stevie Wonder, Beyonce, Pharrell, Quincy Jones. That anthem would be just amazing. Amazing. Can we throw Missy in there for some fire? We could put Missy in there. We could put Missy in there. Yeah, fire. we could put Missy in there. One and even five. Yeah, that's no, fine. that's fine. That's fine. I like that. Done and done. That. All right, y'all. Thanks for tuning in and we'll see you next week. Take care. This podcast was brought to you by the Her app, the largest LGBTQ plus dating and community app for women, trans and non-binary folks. Be sure to download the app in the Apple Store or Google Play Store. Shout out to Sienna Liggins for our amazing soundtrack and Cesar for making us sound like we know what we're doing. Can we talk about things? I'm so sorry that I'm coming.